Hello all of my fly friends out there. It is me, Trina Nicole, your fly girl with Fibro, back for episode two. I know uh, it took me a little while to get around to recording the second episode because so much has happened since I posted the first episode. But thank you so much for tuning in and coming back. So just to get you caught up, I released my debut book and my blog is now live. So if you head on over to www.flygirlwithfibro.com, you can take a look at my blog. There's a link to order my book or you can go right on Amazon and just search for Fly Girl with Fibro book and it should pop up for you in paperback and in ebook format. So I'm so excited. It's I've been so busy like promoting the book and sending out press releases and I had my birthday book launch party and it was fabulous, honey. So I'm just really excited. I am getting that awareness out about fibromyalgia and other invisible illnesses and just meeting new people. And so many people have reached out to me saying, thank you. You know, I have it too. I'm a hashtag fibro fighter. Um, So it's just been really exciting. Um, So today, what I want to talk about is flare ups. Flare ups be like. You know, I talked about them in my first episode and I wanted to talk about flare ups because I have been flared up for the past probably about two weeks, particularly my back and my hips have been hurting like hell. And I'm kind of thinking the stress of just, you know, launching the blog, doing the book, doing the book release party, Thanksgiving, my birthday, like everything was kind of happening at once. And sometimes when I'm under pressure or under stress, I do find that my body reacts in that way and it can trigger a flare up. It could also be in combination because I live in the Midwest in Wisconsin. It's really, really, really cold here. Um, And weather for me, cold weather in particular, does tend to flare me up. So I've been trying to give myself a little bit of extra love, a little bit of extra self-care, just to try to feel better. So if you go on my Instagram, um, you will see a few pics from my book release slash birthday party. Um, And I had on these cute red, like thigh high boots, pointy toes, skinny heel, honey, I knew better, but... I mean, I had to be fly for my birthday book release. So anyone can attest to who was at that party, how many times I had to just stop and pause and bend over and sit, honey, because my back was on fire. Um, But, you know, I still did it. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But, um... Yeah, so we're going to talk about flare-ups. So what can cause a flare-up? Like I said, for me, sometimes it's stress. Um, it is the weather. Um, I don't really think there's a rhyme or reason to flare-ups um, and why they happen. And, you know, again, with Fibro, it's different for everybody. Flare-ups, you know, the pain can be in numerous places. Like I said, for me, the past two weeks, it has been my back and my hips in particular um, and my whole back. And my back to the point that there are spots that are tender to the touch 
Um, I haven't been sleeping well because my hips hurt so bad. So I often I'm flipping. I'm a side sleeper, so that doesn't help. But I, I'm often flipping back and forth, back and forth. So I'm never really getting into like a deep, restful sleep. Um, I've been trying like muscle relaxers, pain patches. Now I, I will vouch for the Tiger Bomb ointment that's in the little jar. It's the smell is strong as hell, but the ultra strength it does help to take the edge off, as well as the Tiger Bomb patches. So I've been like lathering myself in Tiger Bomb um, after I take like a really really hot shower. I put some of the Tiger Bomb on, maybe, um, you know, sit some time on the heating pad. And my Fly Girl flare-up tip is get yourself a heated blanket. Believe me, it, it does wonders. It does help. Again, nothing really can just make the flare-up go away. Um, like I said, there's no rhyme or reason, but some of these things can definitely help to take the edge off. And shout out to my grandma because she's the one that got me a brand new micro plush queen size heated blanket, honey. It is everything. So shout out to my grandma because she is always trying to find things to help me just to feel better. So I love her for that. And I know she listens she listened to my first episode, so I know she's probably going to listen to this one. So thank you, Grandma, for my plush heated blanket. I love it. Um, so what are some triggers? Again, we were just saying, like, what kind of, you know, can cause flare-ups. Um, there's different triggers for everybody. If, you know, you feel like there's something in particular that might cause your flare-up, you know, definitely drop me a note, um, hit me up and let me know. And then also let me know, what are some things that you do? How do you give yourself a little extra love, a little extra self-care, um, you know, when you are fit, feeling flared up? Um, and, you know, self-care, it can, it can look different for everybody. Sometimes self-care is just taking some time to rest self-care can be taking a hot bath and epsom salt and lavender oil and have your diffuser going with your aromatherapy essential oils that sounds actually amazing i need to (laughs) do that more often um self-care can be you know going to get a pedicure Self-care can be going to get a massage. And actually, I did that to help with the back pain. Um, So I'm going to shout out Lula May. Um, They were able to, like two weeks ago, they squeezed me in super last minute. And I was able to get a wonderful massage. Um, So shout out to them. So, you know, that's just little ways that you can practice, you know, showing yourself a little extra love and a little bit of extra self-care. I will say that the massage, it did help a little bit um, with that back pain. The unfortunate thing with fibro is it can get costly. Like these flare-ups can get costly because a lot of this stuff that we're trying, you know, is not covered by insurance, you know, so... $65 for a massage you know I can only do that every once in a while um but you know hey you got to do what you got to do to show yourself that little bit of extra self-love and self-care and in doing that we also have to be honest 
We have to be honest with our friends, our family, about what our capabilities are, what we're able to do. Um, You know, with having fibro, it's an invisible illness. So sometimes people don't always believe what they can't see. So it's up to us, you know, we really have to be advocates for ourselves and just be honest with everybody and just like, hey, I'm not feeling good. I don't mean to flake, but I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm sorry. I can't do that today. And that's hard. I'm a mom of three and I have three boys on top of that. And honey, they are very active. There's always something going on. My house is always very rowdy. Um, so it just sucks because sometimes I do have to take time to rest. All of my boys play sports, you know, and I think they're getting to the point that they understand, you know, sometimes mom might not make it to a game. I don't do it often, but sometimes it just gets to the point. I'm like, I don't want to get out of the bed. I don't want to come out of the house, especially it's like 25 degrees outside right now. Um, but just being honest, I have to be honest with my kids. I have to be, just let them know like, Hey, mom is not feeling great. I'm sorry. You know, I, I, good luck, you know, and they love to come home and tell me like how great their games were. And I hate to miss it. Um, but sometimes it it is what it is. You, You can't feel guilty about that. So we just really have to learn how to be honest, not only with, our friends and family but be honest with ourselves right like we have to be honest about what our capabilities like I said before what we're able to do so what I mean by that is sometimes flare-ups and fibro gets tricky because sometimes you do start to feel a little better right like I'm like oh for example on this past Sunday like my back wasn't hurting as much and I'm just like looking around at my house I'm like this house needs some love and some cleaning honey so I took it upon myself to just start cleaning and moving stuff and reorganizing and sweeping and mopping and dusting and I put new new decor in my bathroom like just doing the absolute most when I know better like I've been doing this for almost three years I know better By the end of Sunday night, I was so hunched over in pain and I probably made the flare up worse. I probably prolonged it because I was doing entirely too much, but that was me just not listening to my body, not being honest with myself. Like, you know what? This is probably going to make the flare up worse. (laughs) You need to sit your butt down somewhere and rest and I... You know, and I think a lot of people with fiber, like, we tend to do that. Like, when we have a good day, we try to get up and do so much and get so many things accomplished. And let me check this off my checklist. I got to do this. I got to go to the grocery store. I need to do this, you know, because we feel okay. So it's like, okay, let me get all as much accomplished as I can in a short amount of time. And then we end up crashing, right? I know I'm not the only one. I know that. You know, that happens where we kind of just like overwork, overexert ourselves, push our limits. So we just really have to learn how to be honest with ourselves, be honest with others about, you know, what our limitations might be. And it, that's OK. Like that's part of having this condition. Um, and it does take some getting used to because I know for me, like I have always been such a go getter. I'm always on the move. I'm, you know, I was always, you know, out and about moving and shaking, you know, so that's hard for me. That's hard for me to stop, 
you know, stop, rest, listen to my body. You know, I can't make everything anymore. I just can't. And sometimes, and I feel so bad because like I anticipate like on a good day when I'm feeling good and I get invited somewhere, I do anticipate going to your birthday party or your birthday dinner or going out for drinks or, you know, going out um, a little bit of dancing maybe. Like I anticipate doing those things when I'm feeling okay. But the thing about fibro is you don't know how you're going to feel day to day, right? So again, you just have to be honest um, and letting people know that you have this condition and just kind of like educating them a little bit on it. Um, So nobody's like, oh, she's faking because, you know, we do get accused of faking. Like some people think fibro is not real. And that is my whole platform. That is why I'm here with my book, my blog, this podcast, whoever will listen. You know, fibro is very real. And again, like I said before, sometimes people don't understand what they can't see. And that's not just fibro, right? That's depression. If you suffer from anxiety, any type of mental health issues, you know, arthritis, you know, anything that people can't see, you don't look quote unquote sick. Like, you know, sickness really has a look, I guess, but um, it's hard for people to understand. So I think unfortunately it is up to us to kind of like, let people know and then we can start to get a little more understanding maybe a little bit more empathy from people um, because this is a very real condition that over three million people in the U.S. do deal with and are suffering from Um, but we don't have to suffer in silence that's like my new mantra don't suffer in silence like it's not necessary we have to speak up be honest be vocal you know, and just let people know what's going on. So I'm just going to round out episode two with, you know, show yourself a little bit of extra self-love, a little bit of extra self-care, self-compassion, especially when you're flared up. Feel free to reach out either, um, like I said, on my blog, Instagram, Facebook, everything is at Fly Girl with Fibro. Let me know, you know, what are some of your triggers? What are some things that you might do? How are you handling? Maybe you're newly diagnosed or your loved one has fibro or some type of invisible illness. Like, how are you handling that? How are you supporting maybe people? How are you being supportive and how are you being supported? right so just I want you to just think about that so feel free to hit me up on any of those platforms you know so we can definitely talk more and get some tips and get some advice and just you know get our community going um so I will see you or you'll hear me next time on episode three thank you so much again for tuning in find me at flygirlwithfibro.com or any social platform at flygirlwithfibro see you later